This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser from Bloomberg Radio. Well, the Consumer Electronics Show getting underway virtually like so many other conferences in the past year because of the health pandemic. It is the first all-digital CES, which uh, they're going to be showing off a lot of things, but of course, in a different way. Let's find out what the Panasonic Corporation is up to. Panasonic Corporation of North America Chairman and CEO Michael Moskowitz, Moskowitz excuse me, is with us. He was named to that position in August of 2019. He joins us on the phone in Toronto. Michael, nice to have you here on Bloomberg. How are you? Um, interesting time. I know you've been with the company for a while, but to be put in that top posi- position just ahead of the pandemic. So what's your world been like? <laughs> hey, Carol. It's, um, <laughs> it's, it's been a very unique environment, I'll tell you. I mean, you know, we, we have a long history in, in electronics. I mean, we're a hundred year old, hundred plus year old company, right? That has dramatically transformed ourselves from, you know, typical kind of hardware products and consumer electronics to hardware plus software and services. So we've really, we've really created a whole new economy for ourselves and, and, and changed significantly. We're kind of like the, mm. you know, often the, the ones behind the scenes, but I'll, I'll tell you, there's been nothing really like how we've been pivoting towards, you know, through this pandemic, how we've changed and you know, it's it's significantly uh, moved our company. There's no question. All right, so that that totally, I, I want to know more. So tell me what you know the new economy that's been created for you guys. What specifically? What do you mean? Well, I mean, there's a couple of things that are happening. You know, for, first of all, just from a you know a CES perspective, we're we're continuing to announce really amazing things. I mean, you know, we're a significant player in the automotive space. Right. We're, you know, developing next generation of augmented reality and heads-up displays that we're launching. We've got, uh, we've got new, new audio technology uh, in, partnership, in partnership with Klipsch and, and Dolby around Dolby Atmos. So just think about that experience in your car. And there's so many people that are driving now versus taking all types of other transit. So it's kind of your you know, it's it's a new dimension and, and experience. So we're, we're we're exploring that and really enhancing that environment. You know, the other thing is that this has happened is you know people are working from home is and, and pivoted to home offices. I mean, not everybody has that opportunity, but many are working from 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 home these days. So from an entertainment perspective, you think about things like gaming, right? I mean, we've just we've enhanced our game. We launched um, you know a product called Sound Slayer, which is in partnership with a company called the Square Enix and the Final Fantasy XIV online game. So that's really exciting. And then well, well the can, wait, I want to, can I, can I slow down yeah. for a second? Let's go back to, yeah. um, cause I feel like there's so many different things we can unpack here um, to use an overused word unpack, uh, but cars specifically, I feel like, tell me what you guys are seeing specifically. You are involved uh, in cars in a big way, whether it's battery development and, and other areas. But I mean, with Apple, the Apple news late last year, I feel like we all were like, we all kind of kind of stood up a little bit straighter, right? <laughs> because mm-hmm. of that, we're already st- kind of standing up, stro- you know, straighter because of Tesla specifically. But how do you see that? How do you, what do you see when it comes to cars, autonomous vehicles this year, and and your role in it? I mean, we as I we're 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 a tier one supplier, so we're creating many of those unique experiences in the car. And we're either doing it in partnership with our automotive partners or we're developing things for others. But I'll, I'll give you a great example, you know, in terms of how the, the industry is shifting. And we're really leveraging our technical talent and our, and our IP 
around, you know, standard platforms. So, you know, for example, um, you know, Android is, uh, is a platform that's been, that has been developed for automobiles. We have, have typically developed our infotainment systems around our own platforms, our own development and hardware. And we've completely changed, and now we are a very significant developer around the Android platform, the developing products and services and experiences on other platforms, but giving the specific and uniqueness to the automotive partner that, 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 they, that they want. And, you know, for that, we've, we, you know, we're, it's the fourth year that we've supported the Google Android platform. We're a reference partner. We're doing some really awesome things in the car. As, you know, as, as individuals move from their living room and their homes and their offices you think about the, you know, the, the car, and it's, it's, the, it's the next almost untouched experience, which we're trying to enhance. And we're doing that with a bunch of partnerships. Yeah, really it's really exciting. But is there something like when it comes to cars that you think we're not talking about that we should? We just got about 40 seconds, and then we'll come back and talk some more. Listen, I, I think I think the, the whole autonomous driving is, uh, is 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 a very unique environment, and you know, and and the, the work that we're doing in terms of heads up and how that impacts not only the the driver itself, but in the future, it'll, it'll give you this experience when you're not driving the car as well, and give you that comfort, less anxiety about knowing what's out there. Part of the problem with you know autonomous driving is you just don't feel comfortable because you're not in control mm-hmm. with you know this, that those heads up displays you can re- you have an experience you can experience what it looks like outside without actually driving. You know, I guess what I want to talk to you about too, Michael, is you know some of the trends that we did see during the pandemic. I looked at um, your press preview for CES and you know whether it's refrigeration at supermarkets whether it's immersive entertainment uh, whether it's you know working increasingly with education to do those fully remote learning experiences uh, you guys are opening up is it Illuminarium um, or working with them uh, that's going to open up in Atlanta like there's a lot of things going on tell me about the trends that you guys have had to kind of either pick up some momentum on and said man this train has left the station and this is going to be with us from now on that um, that are really going to stay with us longer term. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's incredible how how we've how we've changed. I mean, I'll, I'll just get, give you some examples. And some of it, you know, we were doing. We accelerated that. I mean, you know, we're, as, as you know, we're a, a significant uh, manufacturer and developer yeah. of uh, battery technology. And you know, we we ramped up our production to support you know, a, a bunch of healthcare providers and ventilator production facilities. And we just, we ramped that really quickly. Think that we didn't know we could do that quickly. We just, we, we got the ent- entire team uh, on board and just persevered and make sure we delivered on that. I mean, you look at quick service restaurants and, you know, and, 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 and how that's changed, right? Everything from contactless payment technologies that we're developing and, and accelerating and rolling out to smart lockers, right? The click and collect. It's not just about being at room temperature, but being at, you know, heating and cooling in the same, in the same locker and tying that all back to a standardized platform and, uh, and within food retail or quick service restaurants. So we've, we really accelerated a lot of that, a lot of that technology. And even going back on the battery side, I mean, we've never really experienced this kind of uh, ramp before. But you know, we power many of the data centers uh, in, in North America too, with you know, with battery technology and battery pe- technology that really supports that connectivity in e-commerce that's that's powering this uh, this new trend, and that's going to continue in the, in the foreseeable future. 
Yeah, what is it that you guys have learned about businesses or consumers specifically in terms of other trends that are going to stick? I mean, we've talked a lot about the digitization of just everything that we're doing. I mean, some things, whether it's telemedicine, whether it's learning, uh, there's a lot of things. And like you said, the contactless payment. I mean, I finally got on Apple Pay, you know, and uh, my husband and I laugh about, I can't remember the last time that we've used money, uh, cash money, I should say, paper money. So, you know... I look to you guys as, okay, kind of visionaries. So what are the things that are maybe in R&D that you are working on that you're, you know, that you can talk about that are like, okay, the consumer's different, the businesses are different, things are really, this this pandemic impacted a lot. Yeah, I mean, we, we have we have so many technologies and, and IP under, under our hood and you know, one of the things that I'll just give you that one of the things that we've tried to do is leverage some of those technologies across a number of our businesses. And so uh, I'll give you an example of that. I mean, if you think about uh, what we're doing, we have a technology called NanoX technology. And just the technical is, you know, we kind of we have these hydroxyl radicals. But basically from a, what it means is it, it, it actually effectively inhibits, um, you know, uh, uh, odors and, and, and some viruses and, mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and various things that can be incorporated into our product. This technology was actually developed for hair dryers to kind of to make the hair drying experience actually better. And then we said, well, this actually in, inhibits, you know, things. And so can we incorporate that into our airline business, our avionics business, our automotive business, right, to have cleaner, a cleaner, fresher indoors in, in, in or insides, um, our air conditioning. So, so many products. So I think, you know, what we've really done is taken some of our core technology and say, how does that fit into other areas and how is that now conducive or supportive to towards this pandemic and beyond in terms of air quality and freshness? And that's just one example of looking across our extended platform of businesses and taking one technology and saying, how does it fit in other areas? Well, and, you know, I want to go back if I can, because you, like I said in the introduction, you came into your current position in August of 2019, just before everything was going to, you know, start to be, you know, come undone. You, Panasonic has, I think, something like 260,000 workers globally. You know, what was it like, you know, in your position and and being involved in this massive global company and just kind of finding your way through those first few months of the pandemic? Yeah, it was um, it, it was really challenging. I mean, we, you know, first of all, we had to evaluate exactly how serious this was. Right early on, think about it. We've got you know 29,000 employees in, in North America. Uh, a good chunk of those in our manufacturing environments, and we had to we we had to first understand how 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 serious was this, and then you know how do we start to to move our employees where we can remotely? I mean, you think about all of our office workers, like everybody else, we started to move them remotely, making sure that our IT systems and our networks were capable of handling all of that, and then really communicating to our to our employees about how to do that. That was kind of one 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 option or one silo, and the other one was. How do we make sure we have business continuity? I mean, we're, we hmm. make things, we right. ship things, we put things into other. I mean, you think about the c- supply chain around automotive, the supply chain around so many of our businesses, g- grocery, for example. I mean, we power a lot of the refrigeration within grocery. We have to get into those stores, right. make sure that those, that equipment is fixed and ready and, 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 and working for our customers, right? So doing that in a safe and secure environment, making sure that we have the appropriate testing, making sure that we had business continuity, was the biggest challenge for us in making sure that 
our employees were safe and secure within their environments, and we did everything possible right. to make that happen. Right, like so many just, you know, stakeholders to take care of at one. Hey, um, last question, just quickly. Um, what kind of visibility do you have about 2021? What do you think the business environment's going to be? I mean, we're always, listen, we're, see, we're seeing stability in our, in our business. Um, obviously, there's been winners and, uh, and some losers in, in the business. But, I mean, overall, we're seeing stability and, and, and ramping in areas around sustainability uh, and, and around things like connectivity and how we're, and, and those, two, those two, I think, are going to be with us for 2021 and beyond. Right. But we're, we're, we're seeing things stable, we're seeing, and we're seeing some momentum um, I, I think you know the first quarter is going to be a little bit a little bit challenging overall, just because we're getting a handle on the pandemic. But I I see some uh, some 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 brighter skies ahead, especially in the back half of this year. You sound well, a little cautious there, about. Michael. A little bit, which is fair. <laughs> I think I think I think we all I think we all uh, have to be through this over nine months. No doubt about it. And it just feels like just when we feel like we we can turn the corner on something, something else hits us big time. Michael, thank you so much. Good luck with the show, uh, the digital. CES, Michael Moskowitz, he's chairman and CEO at Panasonic Corporation of North America on the phone from Toronto.